statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Mike Stoops goes, what happened? And I'm like, they just reached our shade, our five, our nine. Everybody's laying on the ground. He said, where's Teddy? (laughs) I said, he's on his ass. (laughs) There's, um, There's nothing more therapeutic than... Reliving all of your mistakes on live television. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing. I hope everyone gets to do it sometime. You know what? It's therapeutic for me for to watch you live out all of your mistakes on live TV. And it's pretty awesome, man. I tell you all the time how much I love the text line and the ref army. As soon as something embarrassing happens to you on live TV... Oh, the DMs on Twitter, the mentions on Twitter are, oh my God, you got to play that on the show tomorrow, which is what Cherokee Sooner did. And I said, you got it, buddy. It's I, great. I am, I am on it. I will find the audio clip. We will play it. I will say so happy. Uh, that stuff's pretty tame. Um, it's, it's fun whenever you get Coach Venables telling stories. Um, his stories are great. The one that when he was tell, talking about the – I think it was whenever he's at Clemson about some there's uh, Oh that kid's in there. Who's fourteen? <laughs> well, coach, you had a good week of practice. I don't care. <laughs> You're trying to beat Florida State to win the to win the division. Uh, oh god, that's amazing. That's good stuff. Yeah, that was funny. Mike Stoops goes, What happened? And I'm like, they just reached our shade, our five, our nine. Everybody's laying on the ground. He said, Where's Teddy? <laughs> <laughs> I said, he's on his ass. <laughs> so at first I thought, okay, uh, a Brent Venables, Mike Stoops impersonation, maybe not the strongest. Then I thought, wait, what Mike Stoops probably sounds like in that moment, what those two sound probably sounded like in that moment, it's probably dead on balls accurate, that impersonation that he had there. It is, it's, it's not as far off as you think it is. Because it's almost like a, um, it's almost like a, I'm trying to explain it properly. It is almost like a plea for your life uh, with like a hostage taker or something. It's like, no, why, please. It's like this, this incredibly intense, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's chaotic. It, but it's uh, it's good. That was fun. I uh, guess we can start looking forward to this weekend's OU minus 27 yeah. and a half. Uh, watched a little Tulsa earlier today, what do you think? that road game at uh, Washington. Well, finally got Braylon Presley involved in the offense. Um, they didn't have a 
receiver that did a that, that that did a ton. I mean, he had the the best day out of the wide receivers. I think he's a good player. The shoulders at wide receiver, he's yeah. a good player. But by the numbers, they've rushed the ball pretty well here in these first two games, including on Saturday against Washington. And and I guess that's I mean, the quarterback's out and Kevin Wilson didn't say today whether he's going to be back or not, but I would say offensively, they're kind of what I thought they would be. They're 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 pretty good at the skill position spots. I don't think that they're necessarily as good as SMU, but they've they've got some skill talent. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. Like Kevin Wilson, he's a offensive line background uh, offensive coordinator, which you know typically means that uh, a, a lot of what he's going to do is right, offensive line. He he thinks in terms of how do we block it, how do we work it through the offensive line, and uh, that's typically a good way to go about things. And he's, you know, and that's that's the reason that he Coach Stoops brought him into Oklahoma is because he was at the time like one of the the real specialists around the country that he specialized in in a lot of the spread or one back uh, shotgun running stuff and and um you know that's been his specialty for a long time so it's no shock that Tulsa uh, is able to run the football and they'll get better at that as they upgrade personnel but he'll have some ideas as as to what to do for sure against coach Venables but you know I it's also one of those things where you're in a tough spot you you it would have to be like the most perfect game ever, and you'd have to catch Oklahoma making a bunch of mistakes, and and you could force some, but especially defensively, they'd have to. Yeah, you're almost like we just keep this. We'll throw a couple of wrinkles in there, but we're going to keep this thing like really basic um, with what we're going to do. There's no reason to, you know, expose some of our better stuff that maybe we have uh, planned for our our own conference play. If you're viewing this from Tulsa. So I I wouldn't expect a whole lot of outlandish stuff. Like they'll have a couple of concepts here and there to try and take advantage of some things, but you know, I bet you know, considering their quarterbacks out and some of the other stuff, I bet Tulsa, you know, probably keeps it pretty basic. Well, you, you just saw Tulsa against a I, I don't know if you want to say Washington is is comparable mm-hmm. to OU. I think they're pretty good, man. I yeah. I I told you last offseason, I think we both agreed Washington's a good football team got a chance to win the uh win the Pac-12 this year. So you saw them against a a good team, a top eight team last week, and Washington really controlled that game, man. I mean, they win by 33 points, so not that you have to win by 33 points or more, though that would be nice. You've already kind of seen what Tulsa looks like when they're matched up with a top 10 football team. So you're hoping that you can replicate and do something similar here is kind of where I'm at. Yep. You know, they've got some big offensive linemen. Um you know they they got some solid skill position guys and it's going to be tough with them with the with their quarterback being out as far as you know really getting the passing game going but you know I I don't know if he's going to play or not uh, honestly so yeah we'll see I you know I think this is it's just really another non conference game that frankly and people can get tired of hearing this and I understand that but this it's just about Oklahoma yeah you know this it's about how how they play and it was always and, going to be like that. Yeah. This non-conference, I think SMU maybe ended up being a little bit better than what we thought that they would be in June or July before we really took a look at them. 
But this this non-conference is mostly what we thought it was, and it's a it's almost an extended training camp is what it's felt like in a lot of ways. Yeah, I just I just hope that we don't see a defense that feels like it regressed from last week is is the biggest thing. An offense that gets more personnel involved has a lot better week, and a defense that seems like they're getting better week to week. Do those things, then you'll you'll handle business no, rather I, easily. I agree. Um, you know, I, I think the real thing to watch here is offensively like, what if anything different are we going to see from from Jeff Lebby and uh like personnel wise and formationally and you know it is because I'm still I'm still kind of torn we talked about this yesterday still kind of torn is this um is this are, are are we making an effort stylistically to maybe work on slowing things down and trying to get better at some of these these situations where we can just line up, slow it down, grind it out a little bit to help our defense once we get into conference play? Uh, are we, you know, just keeping it really vanilla, hiding what what we really want to do and how we're really going to spread it out and and open the offense up? Are we, you know, just kind of is there a little bit of bait there on the Jackson Arnold stuff and what we're doing with him? Is, is that what's happening? Or is this, you know, are we really kind of going through an identity crisis on offense right now? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. And I, I guess if, if we come out against Tulsa and we see a bunch of different guys and young guys and it's we're, – we're, getting them the ball in new ways and we're creating space, well, then maybe it's just that we were truly going through an identity crisis trying to figure out who our guys are and what works best. But if it's more kind of slow, you know, too tight in type of football and, the, you know, the middle of the – we're just kind of, you know, same type of stuff, interior run game, then I I truly think that we're just – we're kind of on idle sure. until we get to some tougher well, games. A week from now, I mean, the, the first three games is just, again, it's felt like a little bit of an extended training camp. But a week from now, man, we're going to look up, if not sooner, and say, hey, here's the first opponent of the year that really catches our attention. Uh, the game's on the road, um, the way that they played here recently. Like, OU's got to go to Cincinnati here uh, pretty quick. And Cincinnati's looked really good offensively throughout the first two games. They play Miami of Ohio at home on Saturday. I would guess that they win that game. I would guess that they're 3-0. and I don't know if they're going to be in the top 25, but it's not going to be too much longer until your first opponent you say, Ooh, okay, you-, you got our attention a little bit. Yeah. So I will feel... I will definitely feel better about things if this is a game, and it's probably my number one key going into Saturday, if this offensive line finally kind of looks the part and dominates up front. Yeah. I know you can do whatever they want in the run game on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and- I, I think uh, more than anything, that's probably what I would want to see, is that that group just dominates. That'd make me feel better. And, you know, you never know if it's coach speak or, or what, but Coach Venables last night at Rudy's was talking about the offensive line and, and how it wasn't good enough, uh, and said that that group, uh, he could tell that they were upset and angry with the way that they played, and you know he felt like I don't know, like I guess I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but 
Like maybe that was a really good wake-up call for him, perhaps, and um, hopefully we get a better effort out of him. I don't know. We'll see. Sometimes what you see is what you get. It was a wake-up call for Savion Bird, what, what, was it not? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody got more of a wake-up call on the team or on the offensive line than Savion Bird did with what happened there. Yeah, it's interesting, you know. I And, and, and not that, gosh, we're, we're two games in. And, um, it, you know, he, he had a really bad – was it the opening series or the second series? Um, I, it, it's so early that there's, there's no way you can make any type of declaration as to what type of player he's going to be this year or beyond this year. Um, you know, there's still plenty of time. He's got way – he's got plenty of talent and potential to turn things around and do it quickly. So, hopefully that's the case for him. So, all right, let's hit a quick opening timeout. We got Coach Stoops coming up next. We got Coach Stoops coming up next. Yes, or hopefully, perhaps. Or a uh, 50 seconds of music. Yes. (laughs) One or the other. Uh, All right, quick timeout. Keep the text coming, though. We'll get to those, um, you know, later in the show. 651-3439, Knippelmeyer text line. We'll be back. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do too. This is The Ref, home of Sooner fans. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63 years. So, if we don't have the exact model you're looking for, we'll order it for you. And when it gets here, that's the price you pay. Come see us in Blanchard. Give us a call at 405-485-3333 or check us out on the web at knippelmeyer.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. If you're in your 40s or older and you're thinking about improving your vision, let me introduce you to the new LASIK, or as we like to call it, lens replacement. Lens replacement provides a permanent solution to your vision needs, unlike LASIK, which often leads patients needing reading glasses or adjusting to monovision. Here's the best part. With lens replacement, you'll never require cataract surgery. Lens replacement, the new LASIK. It's a major leap forward in vision correction. So if you're ready to see 2020, then check out the new LASIK available at thenewlasik.com. Heyday in Norman has been serious about fun in Norman since 2007. Come experience the arcade or challenge yourself high atop one of the rope courses and win great prizes. Or maybe you want to try your hand at the mini golf course. Do you and your friends want to play in Oklahoma's largest glow-in-the-dark laser tag arena? And for adults, you need to check out Revolution's Dining Bar and Lounge. You'll be surrounded by drinks, televisions, and bowling next to a cozy fireplace. Visit heydayfun.com for more information. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal, on a van, across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas, brilliantly executed, can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Call Fast Signs of Norman, 405-701-2890. Sports radio icon Mike Steely. You know, you may not think he's smart, but he is. And OU Insiders, Parker Thune. This dude is just drama of the highest degree. Get you through the midday with the Steelman and Thune at noon. Caleb Williams' dad says he may come back. Yeah, I saw it. Did you see those comments? Quote, the funky thing about the NFL draft process is he'd almost be better off not being drafted than being drafted first. The system is completely backwards. You go to the worst possible team, so it's the gift and the curse. End quote. Eli Manning did the same thing, so it's not like this hasn't happened before. 
But Caleb Williams, you think he's hurting for any money right now? Absolutely not. I mean, he's already on a Wendy's commercial. He's on the Heisman House. That's another way that NIL is changing the game. There are more options out there for absolute superstar players to, it's not like, you know, got to have this money and got to have this money now. The Steel Man and Dune at noon. Weekday afternoons from noon to two on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. Planning ahead makes dreams happen. Eating healthy, exercising, avoiding tobacco, drugs, and alcohol. All good things when you're planning to start a family. Take a multivitamin with folic acid every day. And use birth control until you're ready to have a baby. See a healthcare provider as soon as you think you are pregnant. Planning ahead makes dreams come true. Preparing for a lifetime starts today. Visit iio.health.ok.gov. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We talk to him every single Tuesday at 320. He's Coach Bob Stoops, brought to you by Modelo. And speaking of Modelo and Constellation brands, we have to talk about the greatest play of the college football weekend. It happened in Norman, but not by somebody in uniform. Bob, the catch that Alan Carter made on the sidelines was impressive. I think he the celebration the the, after was it even more. The top of the- off the top of the football and drank it. <laughs> uh, and, and it was it was the smoothest uh, reaction ever. He didn't hey, miss a beat. Well, that's AC. Uh, Alan <laughs> Carter, he's, uh, you know, um, he got that OU DNA. You can't, he can't help it. That's I, just how he does it. I just, I want to talk to Alan and ask him, did, have you always thought about that? I, all the games he's ever been on the sidelines, if I catch a ball, oh this is what gosh. I'm going to do? He was practicing that happen before naturally? the game. I mean, it was a hell of a I, catch, too, guys. It looked smooth. I don't think they're going to ever let him back on the sidelines. So Probably not. Uh, yeah, so uh, he better live it up. But uh took a lot of coaching by me to <laughs> to get that done. By the way, if you have no idea what we're talking about, go to Bob Stoops' Twitter page. It's on there. Uh, Barstool tweeted it out. It was it was all over the place, Steady. It was, well, I it was reposted great. it with uh, AC got that hashtag OUDNA. Well, I'm I'm glad that you know he needed to relive something. He keeps telling me about this touchdown he had back when he was in high school, Central High School, uh, yeah, as okay. a halfback. Okay, yeah. Teddy. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll relive that. Well, what did you think of the game, Coach? Um, you know that that's a pretty good SMU team. Pretty, you know, they were way better on the line of scrimmage than what we saw in Week One, both offensively and defensively. Pretty decent challenge there. Yeah, it was yeah, a very good challenge. They did a good job. We did a good job. We did what we needed to do and ended up winning a good, positive, strong game. And you know, everything's never going to be perfect, so it's okay. Uh, I liked what we did, and uh, I loved the outcome by the end. Danny Stutzman was pretty good on Saturday, huh? National Woo! Defensive oh, Player of the fantastic. Week. He's always tough. I love what he's doing. 
way he runs to the ball and all of it. Uh, he, he's a damn good player. Well, we got Tulsa this week. Uh, you've already been up there to see him once uh, with um, former offensive coordinator of yours, Kevin Wilson. Uh, it's going to be a fun game. What do you expect to see from Tulsa? Yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, Tulsa, I, you know, again, love, love Kevin Wilson, what he's doing, everything about him. And uh, Steve Spurrier, uh, yeah. Jr., the uh, O coordinator, does a great job. So uh, we'll see. I, I imagine, again, there'll be a, it'll be a tough challenge at, at some point, but hopefully we can play a strong game and, and, uh, you know, do well on both sides of the ball. And, you know, just, um, you would expect us overall to be stronger and bigger and, you know, more physical. So hopefully that'll be the case. Brent shared some Kevin Wilson stories today at his press conference. Kevin Wilson shared some OU and Brent Venable stories at his press conference today. I'm curious about, the decision to go to the hurry-up offense in 2008 and what that looked like, those conversations were like between you and Kevin Wilson. What ultimately led to that decision for you guys? It was a really quick conversation. I went to Kevin Wilson and said, I want to go hurry-up offense. Uh, I got the best quarterback in the country in Sam Bradford, the smartest, the brightest, the most talented quarterback. And I feel if we can snap the ball – you know, 10 to 20 times more than the other team, we got a much better chance of winning. And I'm very aware it's going to change and make our defensive statistics not look as good. But I don't care. I want to win. And, again, basically, I got the best quarterback in the country. Let's get more snaps than they have. And, uh, or you know, so that was the bottom line. And I knew Kevin had done it before at Northwestern. So he was familiar with it and, you know, comfortable with it. And that's all it was. It was my decision. I went to Kevin and we implemented it. Well, <laughs> and the rest is history. Yeah, it worked that, out well. Yeah. Boy, that, that season was, was incredible. Um, whenever you hired Coach Wilson, what was the background? I remember, you know, he was at Northwestern and at the time was kind of viewed as one of the, the go-to guys for, for the like the shotgun run offense and, and some of the stuff going on in that era. What, so what went into the hiring of him? Yeah, I, I didn't have a history with Kevin, so that was, it was all uh, – I didn't have a background with him. I knew about him from the Big Ten and all he had done, and I just researched him and loved what he did. And the guy, you know, from then – Northwestern through us, through what he's done at Indiana and Ohio State. I don't know if the guy's ever been with a bad offense, right? Yeah. I mean, it's been incredible. So, no, I, I just uh, knew about them, knew what they did at Northwestern, wanted them part of our staff, and incredibly bright, as bright a guy and talented a guy I've ever been around. OU right now, one of two teams nationally to have a top 10 scoring offense and a top 10 scoring defense. And the defense has been fantastic through the first two games. There's some numbers out there. The tackling has been, for the most part, really good right now. Just just as an overall defensive unit, what are you what are you seeing right now with that OU defense that's that's really impressed you? I think they're playing great. Um, I love what they're doing. Uh, coming up with turnovers, um, you know, you're going to give up a play here and there. No one's ever going to play perfect. So, I just think they're playing very consistent, uh, tackling really well. Uh, playing physical, 
uh, forcing some turnovers. I'm I, I'm excited about what they're doing. Yeah, looking good and uh, improving, which you know going to have to. I don't know. Did you see much of that Alabama Texas game on Saturday night? Texas looking pretty good, Coach. Not enough. I, I watched half of it while we were playing, and then fought uh, traffic getting home. So it's hard to say, but obviously you got to give it to Texas. You know they won the game handily. You know, so you got to give them that. Yeah, they look good. You know, uh, so uh, yeah, but I, I didn't see enough of it. Apparently, uh, Ewers played really well and made some big throws. And I'll be honest, I've been waiting to see that to to see his consistency and if he, you know, the throws I've seen on highlights, you got to give it to him. So you know, they look really strong, really good. And uh, good for them, you know, and so much for how are we going to handle us in Texas going to the SEC? You know, let's let's drop that ball and uh, realize we're going to be fine. You know, we're going to be there with everybody else. Yeah. Not that we, we didn't beat Alabama, but, you know, we've won our share of games in the Big 12, you know. So let, yeah. let's, truth be told, we've overall had a stronger record overall than Texas and I think we'll both be just fine. Yeah, I agree. Last thing I wanted to ask you about, we saw last night, it was it was horrible to watch. Uh, I was like a lot oh, of people. I hated it. Yeah, just amped up to see what Aaron Rodgers and the Jets yeah. could do and three uh. plays and it's done. What? And, and you've had some situations similar to that. You know, uh, Sam went down in that, that BYU game, Jay White, uh, early in the in the 2002 season against Alabama. What? What goes through your head as a as a head coach whenever you see something like that with with one of your uh, best players and the uh, leader of your offense? It's just gut wrenching. I mean, you know, you just hate it, and some some injuries you just can't avoid. And I, I'll be honest, when I saw it, I thought exactly what it was. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's no ankle because ankles usually everyone hops up and tries to walk it off. Other ones, you just stand there and you're like, nah, this isn't, you know, and yeah, so I hate it. I hate it for, you know, just for Aaron Rodgers, for the Jets, for – I was so excited to see what they can do, you know, in a different team, different offense. You know, so it's just unfortunate. I just appreciate all these great players, you know, and love to watch them play. So, hate it, but, uh, you know, that's this game. It's tough, and it's, it's tough on the body. So, uh, you know, it's unfortunate, but – I'm sure he'll be back next year. But on a brighter side from the NFL over the weekends, there was a certain quarterback that plays for the Tampa Bay Bucks had a critical third down, and <laughs> he runs for a first down, got tackled by his neck essentially, but he didn't care. He wanted the first down. He got it. Baker got a huge win at Minnesota. I'm so happy. Uh, just love that. What a tough guy, man. My man, he's, he's as tough as they come. He'll put it all on the line anytime. All the time, and uh, yeah, I, not surprising to me. And uh, loved it for him, happy for him. And again, I, I just really believe uh, the guy's going to have great success. So he just got to keep getting in the right systems with the right teams and with the right players around him, and keep moving forward. And I, I really believe he will. Coach, we appreciate the time. Know you're busy, and you're going to be up in Tulsa. You going to the game? Uh, yeah, I'm planning on it. So, uh, you know, hopefully that'll be the case. We'll see where it goes. I 
Got to make sure I got a safe place to see it. <laughs> no doubt. So we'll see. All right, Coach. Uh, good to talk to you, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right, guys. Boomer sooner. All right. Yeah, good that stuff. was. Um, we do ninety-nine to one hundred percent college football on the show, and we're always going to keep it that way. But last night was. Oh. Last night was was tough. Um, it's not the first time we've seen a terrible injury. Unfortunately, we saw. Uh, a worse one last year on live television, but I've never seen an injury like that where you had doctors tweeting out videos of what they thought it was an Achilles injury. Oh, I knew it as soon as I saw it. Um, it was. It's one of the most devastating sports injuries to a team that I think we've we've ever seen. You know, I mean, I, I think that's that's where it's at with with all of the preseason buildup with hard knocks, and I'll be honest, I watched all of them. It's the first time I've watched all the hard knocks in a long time, and I've always been an Aaron Rodgers fan. I was excited to see how this year unfolded because that defense, you know, we knew that's if not the one of the best defenses in the NFL. Uh, some really good young skill talent around him. The offensive line we were going to be worried about if they came around. Could have been something special with that team. So everyone was tuned in. Special night. Place was electric and just, what, three, four plays in? I think it was the, what, third play in. He'll finish with zero passing yards uh, for the Jets this year, and that's why it's so devastating. You didn't mm. even get to see what it looks like. Maybe that's you know? a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing you get, didn't get a chance to I see just, what it I like. hope this, that, that's not his final NFL, um, NFL play. I don't think that I it will know. be. I don't think that it will be. I think he'll give it another chance, but let's just hope his career doesn't end that way. <sighs> yeah, pretty brutal. All right, uh, quick timeout. We'll hit some of those texts next. 651-3439, Knippelmeyer text line. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call us. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. Mike Steely here for Cavens Group. Do you need help with fire, water, or mold remediation? Cavens is a local company that's been in business for over 15 years in the Oklahoma City area. Because they know you can't predict emergencies, Cavens is available 24 hours a day to help with emergency services or commercial maintenance. Call them at Cavens Group today, 405-573-3048, or go online to cavensgroup.com. They say if you don't like the weather in Oklahoma, wait five minutes and check it again. No, not there yet. Ah, that's more like it. Being comfortable is important. And if it's minus five degrees or 100 degrees, Norman Air has you covered. Our impeccable quality and unbeatable service is what sets us apart from our competitors. It's just part of our mission to keep Oklahoma comfortable. Visit normanair.com for all your heating, air, plumbing, and electrical needs. Norman Air, service to the max. Serving in Vietnam, a grenade took my ability to see. I'm Michael Naranjo, and I'm a veteran. Today, I'm a sculptor. My fingers are my eyes. DAV helps veterans like Michael get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. With DAV, more veterans can shape their lives into a thing of beauty. My victory is bringing beauty into the world. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. 
our love bugs and companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Hey, Sooner fans, Drake Stoops here to tell you about my friends at the Affordable Door Company. Their fast, reliable, and professional staff have been serving the OKC Metro for over 28 years. Affordable Door Company is your one-stop shop for residential and commercial garage door service and replacement. Call them and tell them you want the ultimate maintenance for your garage door. You don't want to be stuck in your garage at game time, so give them a call at 405-635-9499 or visit them online at affordabledoor.net. You can't afford not to call Affordable Door Company, proud garage door sponsor of the Sooners. The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. Here's Heather with the weather. Well, it's beautiful out there, sunny and 75, almost a little chilly in the shade. Now, let's get a read on the inside of your car. It is hot. You've only been parked a short time, and it's already 99 degrees in there. Let's not leave children in the back seat while running errands. It only takes a few minutes for their body temperatures to rise, and that could be fatal. Cars get hot fast and can be deadly. Never leave a child in a car. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McCombs, Teddy Lehman, as always, we appreciate uh, Bob Stoops for joining us every single Tuesday at 320. You can hear it right here on the ref every single week. 580, football should be played on grass, not turf. Also, baseball should be played on grass and dirt. Looking at you, OU baseball. I agree. OU baseball catching a stray there. But yes, football um, in its purest form is on natural grass. And I don't think that's, uh, that's something that OU will ever get away from. I hope not, because right. playing surface-wise, they have the one, one of the best in college football, it feels like. I agree. Um, I, I firmly believe that uh, playing on turf every single day, like it's, it's maybe a little bit different if you um, practice on grass and then you know, go play on turf for a game. Maybe it's not as bad, but whenever you practice on turf every single day, you play games on turf every weekend, I, I think it ends up being horrible. You know, like I said, I've said this before, I never had any injury. I mean, shoulder stuff and, you know, some things being banged up, but nothing catastrophic my entire career. And then I went to Detroit where we played on turf practiced on the indoor and on turf uh typically once the season got rolling and I knew my my foot started feeling weird right out of the gate in the first year and it didn't take very long in my second year before I popped it and had a Liz Frank fracture so um I 
I believe that stemmed from turf. So let me think: Kansas State's turf, um, OSU's turf, KU's turf, Tech is turf, Baylor's turf, uh, and then I'm thinking of the SEC: A&M's grass, LSU's grass, Auburn and Bama are grass, uh, Tennessee's grass. Thanks, Florida's grass. Florida's isn't it? grass, Georgia's grass, South Carolina's grass. What about Arkansas? Arkansas's. I think Arkansas's turf. turf yeah. Is that the only turf field? Missouri, I think, is turf. Missouri is turf. And then maybe Kentucky's turf. I don't, hell, I don't know about don't, Vanderbilt. So I, they can't get out of the construction to, for anyone to know. What would you say on LSU? Grass? LSU, well, less, unless Les Miles ate it all, it's, it used to be yeah, grass. That's right, because they got the, the weird – they're like one of the only people that don't paint their end zone, right? Don't they just do like the, horizontal, like the angled lines? Um, no, they have like a gold it? end zone oh, okay. and a purple end zone. They're they're unique in that they paint every five yard line. That's right. It's twenty five, thirty, right. thirty five. It's like Bob Barry hearing Bob Barry call a football game on a long run. Yeah. That's what that's what LSU's field looks like. And they've got the the old school goalposts, the double yeah double. Florida goal State posts. used to have those. I don't know if they still do or not. Yeah. So uh, a lot more uh, grass fields heading into the SEC. Yeah. Like it. Don't I like it. that too. Cotton field. Uh, cotton Cotton Bowl is grass, correct? Yes. Yes. And so they I, maintain that all year long for what a one maybe two football games. That's interesting, yeah. isn't it? That, and by would, the time you play the second one, it's Bermuda that's all gone yeah, dormant. You wouldn't you wouldn't think that'd be the case. Like they don't really do much there. You think they just put turf there and call it good? Well, but, okay. I, I I don't know. Maybe. I'm sure there's a uh, I'm sure there's a reason for that, and maybe it's a contract thing. Maybe Oklahoma and Texas prefer that. Is tech? What did you say on Texas? Is it Texas? Grass? I think Texas is turf. I, I want to say. I want to say Texas is turf. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it used to be kind of few and far between, and then everyone moved to the field turf, and now. It seems like a lot of high schools are, are going to it, which, you know, I can understand in, in for some people because it's it's so much – there's a big cost up front, but then, you know, over time it ends up saving you money for, for upkeep, but I don't know. And, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of people talking about it. It rained right before the start of that game, and whenever it rains, it settles it, – Hard packs all of the rubber pellets further down in there, and it's not as forgiving. So, brutal. Uh, Jimbo was also complaining about the turf at Miami. Well, you know, when, when when they got all those teams that play on that field there, you know, that midfield logo, it's really slick there. It's really slick. And they got that stadium that's a, it's a little bit indoor but a little bit outdoor as well. So, you don't get all the moisture there, so they got to water it down before the game. Ends up being pretty slick there. That's what happened with us, a quarterback. You know, we just it's hard to get foot in there, and uh, we 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 uh, both teams got to deal with it now. But uh, we 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 struggle with it there on Saturday. <laughs> you saw Phil, didn't you? Yeah, that's that's going deep into the uh, the excuse basket. God, there. the midfield logo was too <laughs> slick for us. Yeah, I'd say so, man. Is that why you lost by double digits to Miami, Jimbo? I didn't it? realize you guys reached Jeez. midfield. Yeah, seriously. That was an interesting question to Bob, though, about the quarterback injury last night, especially when it happens that early in the game. Um, I guess as a player, especially on the other side of the ball, you just kind of have to do what you do. But there has to be a mental effect when someone like Sam Bradford or Jason White goes down early in a game. Well, I would think that there would be. There's a short-term rally effect 
that happens, right? Whenever a player is important, uh, not just your quarterback, you know, all quarterbacks aren't equally as important to their football team, you know? Like the Jets, for example, had unbelievable defense and are able to navigate because of that. But with Aaron Rodgers, it's like, maybe we got a shot, we got a shot to be a, a true com- you know, competitor for the for the Super Bowl this year. So whenever a guy like that goes down in the short term during the game, especially whenever you you may not know because they weren't out there like testing his knee and there wasn't like a totally obvious his season's done, there's a short term rally effect, you know, like maybe a little adrenaline burst that everyone gets like, all right, we gotta really screw screw down on this thing. We've gotta we've gotta tighten up. We gotta go out there and, and, and be better all of us collective but after that game there's a big letdown like oh my gosh I can't believe this this is going to ruin our season and then you've got to find a way to kind of regroup mentally and really adjust your tactics and what you thought for the season like I just I go back to that hard knocks episode one whenever the defensive coordinator saying there's there's you know, there's no other humans that can make that throw. That's our quarterback, right? And now it's gone yeah. that quick. Can you think of a more devastating sports injury? Just with the timing of it? No. All, I, I mean, everything. I it Just everything that goes into that one. It's like the big – I mean, just think of everyone in the NFL. Uh, not just Jets fans and Jets ownership and – Jets, you know, the The, the Packers team. are affected. They now get a second-round second pick round instead pick. of a first-round pick because he didn't play 70% of the season. I There's going to be that, – that's like a schedule, NFL schedule changing, like TV schedule. They're supposed to play the Chiefs Sunday night football in about three weeks' time. Which, you know, they were, everyone was already counting their money from that thing, the type of views you were going to get. I can't imagine how much people paid for tickets for next week. They play in – they play at Dallas next yeah. week. You imagine what those tickets were going for, and now you don't even get to see Aaron Rodgers break Cowboys hearts again. Just just absolutely brutal. It was, you know, you, you kind of grab on for someone that's uh, – I've got the teams that I like and that I watch, but, you know, I'm pretty much – I like to follow what kind of is trending in the NFL for my weekly watching, and this is – I was excited about this year in the NFL just to see what would happen – with him on the Jets, and for it to end so brutally and so quickly, and um, it's just pulled the plug out. It's over. KW in the nine one eight. The only more devastating injury to a team I saw was Baker's concussion against TCU, because our offense did jack squat after that. Just kidding. Hated to see yeah. it. Cole and KC says Sam Bradford going down against BYU was pretty deflating. Boy, you can say that, man. Yeah. So but, much but hype. Even and- that one is, you know, you were. There was optimism that he was coming back, right? I, yeah. I think Jay White yeah. going down against Alabama in 02 after he had already sure. had the knee. And- you would lead, like, this is all hindsight. Like, definitely in the moment it was, oh, my gosh, this is, like, so deflating. Mm-hmm. But hindsight, like, you at least had Nate Hibble coming into the game. That's true. Who had, who had played and won some big games at that point. So, like, for as bad of That's a spot true. as that, that you were in, you were in a pretty good spot to still be okay. And you still won the conference in the Rose Bowl that year. But Sam Bradford going down after Jermaine Gresham never played it down and some of the deficiencies that the team Heisman, had offensively. Right? Yeah, it First was – First game back. It was, it, was, it was deflating. And I remember being at OU Texas that year in 09. Bradford got hit. He's on the ground. I remember thinking, That's the last, 
play that we're ever going to see him in an OU uniform. He is off to the NFL it now. It happened the first half, too, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Texas fans were cheering after that play. They can say what they want, but I heard the cheers from the Texas end of the Cotton Bowl once it was um, obvious that he was hurt. It's one of those things where um, you knew he had a collarbone coming in, and uh, it's it's not like a career-ending injury, the collarbone. So, Or is it an AC joint? Is that what it, what it was with Sam? I thought he broke his collarbone. Well, AD broke his collarbone. I thought Sam was like an AC joint. Whatever, whatever, whatever it was. But it's not like a potential career-ending injury, so I guess I can't. Well, I'm inclined to believe if it was a broken neck, they still would have cheered that day. That's what I think of them. They probably would have. Hell they've been like, yeah. They've been like Philly fans out there cheering a broken neck. Get the stretcher. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris Rich, the AD collarbone and Ryan Broyles' knee both hurt me. Yeah. That's an underrated one. When Broyles um, tore his knee up against A&M in 2011, that was, ooh, you play Oklahoma State here in a couple of mm-hmm. weeks, and if you don't have Broyles, that's going to be really tough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that. That was – that was one. That's the first game, first and only game I've ever gone to uh, at OU as a somewhat as a fan. Um, sat in the seats for a quarter. <laughs> Hi, Rocky Kalmus is at the game. Let's go get a picture with him. Hey, Rocky, we sure could use you uh, out there. Nine seven two eighty broke his collarbone. That mm. was against Iowa State in two thousand and six, I believe. And I think that was his dad's first game out of prison to watch him play at OU. Yeah, I think that I think Nelson's first game was that OU Iowa State game, and he broke his collarbone. He came back for the bowl game, and he had a good game. But yeah, that one. There's been some uh, Demarco getting hurt in the Big Twelve Championship. There's there's been some tough ones. Yeah, but even stuff. with all that, you still uh, ruled the Big Twelve now for for over twenty years. Still figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough sport, and you know you you enter every season hoping for for some injury luck, but you know along the along the way, and you heard Coach Stoops say it. I mean, it's just it's part of this game. It's a tough game, physical game, and uh, everyone's typically performing on the on the far edges of of what the body can handle and. To make it through it is an absolute yeah. blessing. Robert Sala uh, was turned into a meme last night, as you would expect. But if you're Bob, if you're a head coach in that spot, you got to be you, – you can't look panic, panicked in that moment, even though inside you're thinking, oh, my gosh, this is devastating. This is terrible. Terrible. Yeah, I hate that for all involved. Um, it was going to be a, a lot of fun. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting the text line. We'll get to some of those next. 651-3439, Knippelmeyer text line. We'll be back. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. You're simply the best. Riverwind is the Metro's best casino. With all of your favorite games. Celebrate fall with our $50,000 Harvest Winnings Giveaway. Play with your wild card all September. For a chance to win a share of $50,000. With drawings every Saturday in September. You're simply the best. 
Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call us. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Power Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. Does your disability make it harder to find a job? Yes, absolutely. DRS can help. DRS is Oklahoma Department of Rehabilitation Services. DRS empowers job seekers with disabilities. Who really want to work. So employers like us really want to hire them. Now we're taxpayers. Contact DRS. DRS can help. Contact DRS. 800-487-4042 or okdrs.gov. You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit kref.com, click the KREF store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt. Say goodbye to the Big 12 with our Thanks for the Trophies shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venable's fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center. Find all of that and more at the KREF Store. The KREF Store, the home of Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army. When you are in the need for a compact tractor, few are more dependable than Kubota's L-Series, and Great Plains Kubota is the place to find them. Right now at Great Plains, get the 33-horse Kubota L3302DT with box scraper, rotary cutter, and trailer for just $508 a month at 0% APR for 84 months. Now through 93023, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more information. Plus, check out the other great Kubota package deals only available at the brand that serves Great Plains Kubota. Visit GPKubota.com for the location nearest you. Schumacher Law Group, when experience matters. Tracy Schumacher is a former prosecutor and former district judge. Whether it's a probate challenge, criminal charges, or contentious divorce proceedings, experience matters. The attorneys at Schumacher Law Group provide compassionate, knowledgeable advice, all while fighting for your best interests. Find Schumacher Law Group online at lawgroupok.com or call 405-701-1882. Hometown lawyers ready to fight for you when experience matters. know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The Parkinson's Foundation knows that the disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. If you have questions, the Parkinson's Foundation has answers. We can help you understand the disease. And give you tips for living a better life. Find your answers at Parkinson.org or call 1-800-473-4636. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better Better lives together. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org 
Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Cavens Group bringing you this hour of The Rush. If you have an emergency 24 hours a day, give Cavens a call. They specialize in fire, water, mold remediation, and crime scene cleanup. Cavens Group, 405-573-3048. That's 405-573-3048 or in Tulsa, 918-282-7612. That's 918-282-7612. The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line is filled with... uh, old terrible injuries that we have to mm. uh, go down memory lane. Rodney Anderson torn ACL in 2018. Mm-hmm. That was against UCLA. That one was tough. Uh, of course, DeMarco in the Big 12 Championship. Hollywood Brown in the Big 12 Championship win over Texas before the Alabama game. Um, this one says, when Ryan Reynolds went down, I think in 06, the defense suffered after that. That was 08 against Texas. Yeah. Oh, you was in control of that game. He goes down and did not go well after that. No. Yeah, it's tough to lose kind of uh, cornerstone guys. You know, sometimes not your greatest athletes, but when you have cornerstone players that are, you know, that have have been leaders of those units offensively or defensively and they go down, can be difficult to replace because – you know, frankly, you, you the, their backups typically haven't had a whole lot of action just because those guys have played so many snaps. So, yeah, that was tough. Uh, speaking of the injury fronts, here's what Brent said at the presser today. Sounds like he expects Gentry Williams to be back this week, so that's good. Right. Um, Harrington is still banged up. There's a thought. He didn't say this, but there's a thought out there he's not going to be available for Saturday. I don't know if you'd want to uh, agree or disagree with well, that. I I think that that is probably smart. Um I think you can you can kill two or three birds with one stone uh depending on McCullough's availability. You know, he was dressed out and moving around on the sideline pretty good. Uh you know, you could tell early on that he wasn't going to play. Didn't look like he was taped, you know, but um maybe he'll be up and available. Uh, you can get him some time. You can get Peyton Bowen some time yeah, at we're Cheetah. We're going to see on Saturday, that's for and sure. And you can, you can rest and make sure Harrington, who's your, your clear starter there, you can make sure that he's back 100% before you start the conference slate. Quote, hopeful with Desan McCullough being back with that ankle injury that yeah. he suffered in the first game. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, whether Justin Harrington is available or not or when he's available, good start to the season for him. He had a big interception late in the game, but he was the subject of a lot of criticism going into the year. But so far, he's he's played really well. And he fought through. You know, he I was worried about him in the game because you know on the play he got hurt on, he he was coming up from depth and he got blocked by an offensive lineman and you know he his knee buckled right away and he went down 
and you know he's had some knee. I'm not sure if that's the knee that he had issues on before. It looked wobbly on him, and he was laboring pretty bad, but fought through and played the rest of the game. And I was worried because he was like decidedly way more tentative than he usually is. He's usually a missile and plays with great effort. And you know when you start. When you start tiptoeing around some of those piles and stuff, and you're holding off, it's yeah. that's how you get hurt, you know. So, I was I was worried about him, but I I think it's, you know, if he's not able to go, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. You need to get him back 100 percent for the stretch run. Quality depth is nice. Uh, I'd rather right. have Harrington and McCullough healthy, but if all that means is Peyton Bowen gets more snaps, I'm. I'm in a place where I am comfortable with that, yeah. even as a even as a starter in that position. And you know that can that can affect play calling for Coach Venables because McCullough, if McCullough does play, you know he and Justin Harrington are are totally different players. So whenever he's out there, that could affect what we see. Now Peyton Bowen's a little bit more like Justin Harrington coverage wise. So interesting. All right, quick timeout. We got hour number two. Of the rush coming up next. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans. K.